Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast today. Last week, we preached a sermon entitled, Why Earthen Vessels? Why Not? That was part one. This is part two. Now, go get your notes from last week, because I want you to take some more notes this week. Have you ever thought about how God entrusted the gospel, not to angels, but to frail people? See, Satan couldn't figure that out, buddy. But God says, greater as he was in you, than he was in the world. Call a friend if you hadn't done it already. Tell him to turn that television on, get a pencil and paper, take some notes because you see God chose you. Well, why? Why not? Because of the ability of God is in each and every one of our lives. All we have to do is accept it. Let's go into the message right now. Be blessed. The vessels he uses may be frail, but the treasure they contain is divine. Even though he uses people that are frail, what's in them is divine. I've had people tell me, there's something about you. I said, yes, there is. Now they think it's arrogant. No, no, there is. Christ in, it's divine. He said, say it. I, didn't want, I have divinity in me. I'm not saying I'm God. I'm saying I have divinity in me. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost fits inside of me. Inside of you. My Lord. Because it's divine. It's such a blessing. That's what Satan couldn't figure out. God said, I'm going to use what he thinks is the weakest thing. Because the first people he created, Satan made them fall. So he said, I, I mean, this is a win going somewhere to win. Ah, but he didn't, he didn't know till the crucifixion. If I'd have known, I'd have never crucified him. So the vessels he used may be frail, but the treasures... They contain is divine. Why is this treasure so beautiful? In other words, why earth invest? Why not? You see, you got to know your enemy. One thing God does is knows his enemy. So the treasure in you, why, why is it so wonderful? Write this down. The treasure in you gives you free pardon for sin. Hallelujah. I pardon you. Do you know if Adolf Hitler would have asked God to forgive him, God would have done it. Now that boggles my mind, Glenn. I, 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 I can honestly say I, 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 can't, I can't hardly believe that. He was such a terrible individual. He wanted everybody to die like him. So let's kill all of Germany. See, even at his end, he still didn't get it because he was so possessed. Satan wants everybody, he's going to hell, so he wants everybody going with him. You see what I'm saying? The treasure in you gives free pardon for sin. Power for life. Well, when we get there, no, 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 no. Here, his will be done where? On earth as it is in heaven. Power for life. That's why that man could be healed under A.A. Allen's meeting. Power for life. Those guys in the 50s, 1947 to 1958, if you walked up there, and I, man, I love Brother Hagin. I, I, I just think he's one of the greatest men ever. And, they, and, and Jesus even said, according to your faith. I heard people say that to him. We don't have no faith. And Jack Coe said, you don't need any. I got it. But people said, that's arrogant. No, he knew his gift. And he would not take no. And he'd punch you, man. He'd hit you. I, I'll tell you a true story. My friend, Billy Brock, 
who's now in heaven. He started me out preaching the gospel. Remember that guy, Billy? What a wonderful man. I love Billy Brock. Oh, man. I miss him when I think about it. He's in heaven. He was Jack Cole's ambulance driver. He bought an ambulance, uh, Jack Cole. He said, he'd go to the hospital. He said, now, I'm going to bring you from the hospital to my tent meet, but I ain't bringing you back. Now, before you get in that ambulance, you better make sure and believe that you're going to be healed. Otherwise, stay in the hospital. Billy was driving the ambulance. They put a woman in there. She weighed 61, 62 pounds, dying of cancer. She just looked like a human skeleton. This came from the lips of Billy Brock. I blew me away. Jack Cole. Jack Cole was a very huge man. He weighed 300 pounds, you know. And he punched people. Bam! He just hit them, you know. So watch this. They had a wrap. It was like, I guess you could say the hospital gowns and stuff like that. But they had a wrap. The cancer was so bad, it was busting through her skin. The blood, you could see the blood and, you know, coming through the bandage. You know, she's just right there. Place, this is in Dallas, Texas. Place is completely full. Here they come. So Billy is right there. And they bring the lady and he says, what you got, Billy? He says, she's dying of cancer. In fact, they said they didn't think she would even make the trip here. He, he just looked at her like that. Now, there's Sister Cole in the whole place. This is in front of her, thousands of people. He said, stand her up. <laughs> Billy thought, did he hear what I just said? <laughs> that she wouldn't even make the trip. You want me to stand her? Billy, ushers, stand her up. So they put their hands on. She weighed 61, 62 pounds. I mean, she's light. And she went, ah. Pain. So they just holding her up. He said, how you doing, mama? She couldn't talk. And he ran back and hit her. Bam! He punched her in the stomach. I'm not talking about like that. Boom! She falls on the floor. Blood blow all over the floor. Billy goes, lawsuit. We're getting out of here, Jack. <laughs> he said, Jesse, I was about ready to run. Everybody went, oh, oh. Quiet. He looked at the, Billy and us. Pick her up again. Did he move? He said, I said, pick her up again. He ain't taking no no for an answer. She's knocked out. They pick her up. She didn't holler on the pain now because she's out. They're holding her a little leg. Bam! He hits her again. Blood, pieces of skin. Billy's on the platform. He's thinking. And Sister Coy's wife jumps up and says, Jack, you killed that woman. He's just like, like this. And he turned around to Billy, he said, pick her up again. And Billy was going to say, no. <laughs> but you didn't tell him no. He said, I said, pick her up again. Come on. Come on. I got the goosebumps. Jesus, my God. <laughs> they picked her up again. But of all time, now she's come to. And she's screaming in pain. And he punched her again. And when she did, she didn't fall. She stood on her legs and was instantly healed of her cancer. Wait, wait, wait. This ain't, that ain't the best part. Oh, all pain stopped. Oh, Billy went, good God. People screaming and hollering. He said, Jesse, screaming and hollering for joy. He said, I was screaming because we're not going to jail. My God, he said, we're going to jail. We're killing it. And he stood, and they used to have those big silver mics. Remember the big one, like old Robert Dan? Yeah. And he did this. 
This is a true story. A good 30 minutes. You know how long 30 minutes is when people are screaming and hollering? He didn't tell them to be quiet. He just stood there. The lady started walking all over the place. I mean, it was just amazing. Finally, they calmed down. And he says this. You didn't think it was going to work. Bye. He walked off. And I would have said, that's exactly the truth. I didn't think this was working. Frailty. But when you have no fear, you don't care. Ooh. You see, that's the power for life. So the treasures in you gives you free pardon for sin powerful life, and one more, and an unbroken Christian victory. And the next day, that everybody was screaming. And, Boy, when they wanted to talk to him, he said, what are you talking to me for? I didn't do it. I just did what God said. He preached not himself. Amen. Now, he had problems because he wanted to beat Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts had the biggest tent in the world. So Jack Cole had his tent measured, and he built one, one inch bigger. <laughs> you know, that spirit is still today. I have a big house. <laughs> there was a guy, and I won't say who he is. He lives in Armand. He built the biggest house in St. Charles Parish. I didn't know. But when mine came up, it blew him away. He said, he got the biggest house. And I thought, that's that same spirit that was on Jacko. He just had to have a tent bigger than old. And he died at 37 years old of barbaric polio. Because he wouldn't judge himself. Brother Hagin walked to him and said, Jack, you got to judge yourself. Because he'd eat like a horse. You see, yeah, frailty, but yet great power. So this treasure in you gives free pardon for sin. I love that's the best part of it. Power for life and unbroken Christian victory. You see, a lot of people look at me and say, why is he preaching the gospel? Why did he believe that this? Why does he believe in the hundredfold? I just don't understand that. Write this down. People may dispute about the Bible or the rights of the church, but they cannot dispute God's character inside of you. They can say what they want. I bet people say, I tell you what, I don't think he ought to have that plane. I don't think he ought to have that. But there's something about that man. It's the character of God. It isn't me. Because you see, if it had been me, I'd have took care of Good Morning America. In my own way. <laughs> Inside edition. There would be no edition. If I would just think the way I used to think before I was saved. It's wrong. See, people may dispute about the Bible. I don't believe in speaking in tongues. I believe in speaking in tongues. I, I don't believe in eternal security. I believe one saved, always saved. I, I, all kinds of stuff. People may dispute about the Bible or even the rights of the church but they cannot dispute God's character inside of you because he put his character in something that doesn't fit. Which the devil couldn't figure out. His, his demons couldn't figure out. The church can't figure out. God calls some people you would never call. I wouldn't have made Peter the head of that ministry, of Jesus' ministry. No, Peter would cuss and cut you at the same time. He even does the same thing Judas. He said, I neither know nor understand. He betrays Jesus, but he repents. Judas didn't. 
Who would you to pick? You want to know? Nathaniel, in whom there is no guile. Now that's the guy that ought to run the ministry. You ever heard of him? Not too much, huh? Oh, but what God saw, what Jesus saw him was the character that he had. Well, but Jesse, when are we going to get there? Write this down. No generation reaches the limits of truth all at once. No generation. Every revelation is added through the centuries. No generation reaches the limits of the truth all at once. Let me go back to the first point so you get it down. Uh, people may dispute about the Bible or the rights of the church, but they cannot dispute God's character inside of you. Why? Because no generation reaches the limits of truth all at once. Bible says, study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman that needed not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, Tim, if he said rightly, is it possible that if you don't study the word of God, you can wrongly divide the word of truth? It didn't say read. It said study. If you, wanna, if you want something that will last forever, don't memorize it. Study it. You see what I'm saying? Because it becomes a part of who you are. You see what I'm saying? Earthen vessels. Why not? Why? Why not? Because see, it's like Kathy's sermon, it's a glorious treasure. My God, think about that. So let me say that again. No generation reaches the limits of truth all at once. So years and years ago, people, until the charismatic movement, if you really think about the Holy Ghost, didn't really, it, it spread in the Protestant ranks, but not through the world until the charismatic movement hit it. Now it came with the Zuzu Street Revival. If you think about that, man, the Holy Ghost went all over. Oh, not the Catholic Church. But boy, why would God use the Catholic Church? Frail. Why would God use the Methodists? Frail. Why would God use the Pentecostals? Frail. And all of a sudden it began to spread. I mean, right now everybody's mad at this appointment of the Supreme Court because she speaks in tongues. <laughs> why should they be mad? They can't understand it. So how are they going to question it? That's, <laughs> That's so stupid. And she from Metairie. I like her just because of that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You see what I'm saying? He uses what no one expects him to use. Why? Not to fool you, to fool the devil. Do you know I never struggled with television? Do you know how much money television costs? Oh, God. Oh, what I pay a month, some of you will never make in a lifetime. Somebody said, I'm telling you, television is expensive. Over the years, Jesus, my $300 million. That's a lot of money. Now watch this. The devil, I kept saying I was going on television. You know what the devil said about that stupid Cajun? He said, he can't go on television. You know how much money that is? So watch this. He didn't fight me because I was too frail. Bob, but when we hit ABC, CBS, NBC, 
I've even done Showtime specials. PBS, TBN, Daystar, God Channel. Good God. What else, Kathy? I don't know how many of them. The devil went, wait, wait. He's doing it. It's too late. <laughs> it happened. He never thought your ministry would grow like that. So he didn't bother you on that. <laughs> now he's going, oh. And no one else did neither. They didn't think of nothing about it. Oh. But God. That's a good sermon. But God. That's what I'm talking here. This earthen vessel. Amen. Why not? Why? Why not? <laughs> Write this down. We should not just give Christ a place in our life. We should give him total preeminence. All that we are. Submitting everything to his direction. Let me say it again. We should not just give Christ a place in our life. We should give him total preeminence. All that we are. Submitting everything to his direction. Now that's a strong point. Do you give God total preeminence in your life? That's a big statement. That doesn't have to be hard, ladies and gentlemen. When we submit to God's authority in our lives, he can do the most remarkable work in us and through us for his glory. How do I submit to God? Be willing and obedient. In other words, if he tells you to give, give. If he tells you not to give, don't. Pretty simple, isn't it? All you got to do is do what he said. Jesus said, I only say what my father says and I only do what my father says to do. Then the Bible says in Ephesians 5, 1, be you therefore imitators of God. Why? So what Jesse the planters does, I only say what Jesus says and I only do what Jesus tells me to do. See, that's so simple. It's not hard. Don't complicate these things. Living for Christ in glory and power is not a hard thing. Sometimes the church world, without realizing it, will make things hard. Like you got to earn it. It's been paid for by Jesus' blood. I'm starting to preach here. I can't help myself. A wonderful person wrote in this question and said, Jesse, I follow you and listen to your teachings. And the one teaching on taking ownership over what is ours is based on Psalms 115, verse 16, which says, The heaven, even the heavens are the Lord, but the earth hath he given to the children of men. I understand this very well, but recently I came across Psalms 24, verse 1, which says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell in. Can you please help me understand the difference between the verses? Okay, yes, very simple. It looks like they're contradicting. No, everything we have is owned by the Lord, but he gave it to us. See, you got to understand something. He not just gave us a lease. He gave it to us. He gave us power and authority and dominion. Go read Genesis chapter 1. My God, he said, I... I Oh, all the works of my hands. That's the difference between the two. Yes, he said, the heavens, even the heavens are the Lord, but the earth hath he given to the children of men. That's true. But yet the earth is Lord and everything in it is his. We are his. But what happens is we run everything. In other words, we're God. Jesus is God's gift to us, but we're God's gift to the father that Jesus gave to his father. Isn't that good? I hope God has been teaching you new things through this program. I want to take a moment to pray for you right now. Can I do that? Father, minister greatly to these people. Bless them, touch them, and help them from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. I decree and declare it today in Jesus' name.
Now that's spiritually, that's physically, and that's financially. Just remember this. The planet, even though God owns it, he's given it to us. Yes. What a blessing of God that is. You didn't realize how wealthy you were in that something. Stay right there. I'll be back in just a moment. I want to show you some things that are happening here at Justin the Planets Ministries. There's more to the program, so don't go away. We'll be back in just a moment to speak another word to you. I hope you're learning something today. Take some notes. Watch this. That. That's the words of Jesus. See, Justin Plans Ministries has one driving passion, one thing we ask in Jesus' name to be empowered and equipped above and beyond to effectively share God's message of salvation with the entire world. We want everyone to have an opportunity to know the real Jesus, approachable, personable, compassionate, and full of joy. That's the truth that we put on full display and invite countless others to know for themselves. We know he'll do everything and more. Why? Because we believe it, leading us to do the impossible for his glory. God called me to go. He said, go ye and I go. And sent people to link up in faith with the vision. That's you sending me to do the work. We are running further and faster than ever, infused with supernatural energy, shining the light of the gospel, seizing every divine opportunity. We're advancing and cutting through barriers to reach people right where they are. shall I do for thee? Ask God for something unbelievable, something impossible. And you know what God will do? He'll walk off that throne and go get that thing for you. daughter is all glorious within. Her clothing is of wrought gold. Kathy Duplantis' Glorious, a conference for women, Friday, March 25th and Saturday, March 26th. Register online at jdm.org. You know, God has been so good and gracious all these years, 46 years of preaching his gospel. We do it because of our wonderful, faithful financial partners who support this ministry so graciously. 
Nothing too small, nothing too big. I mean, every time you send something, people get saved, people get healed, people get blessed. 100% of it goes into world evangelism. I got to say it again. You know why? I trust you and you trust me and we both trust God. And what a blessing of God it is to do those things. So I thank you today for supporting this ministry all these years. And if you're not a partner, pray about becoming one. This hundredfold anointing is on me. I'm telling you, it is on me. I don't struggle financially. I don't mean that pridefully, and neither should you. If you're a part of this ministry, I expect you to be blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, and blessed going out every day, not just some days. So thank you for being a partner. We've got great projects that are coming up, and we pay them all cash. We just take care of it and go on about our business. Also for your February partnership, we're offering a powerful message called Why Work? The unrecognized truth about honest labor. God doesn't want you to work for a living. He wants to bless you so your work so much that you can work for a giving. Not just a living, but a giving. How do I get that message? Go to JDM.org for all the ordering information. Also, we have something called Total JDM, and it's such a blessing. And I hope you've enjoyed the message today. I encourage you to go to Total JDM so you can get you can get the full view of the message. Why earth and vessels? Why not? Due to time constraints on television, we can't play at all. You'll also find hundreds of other messages by Kathy and me there. Watch this. All free. All you have to do is go to totaljdm.org or download our free app and you'll find them all right there for your preaching pleasure. I'm telling you, it's a blessing. Why are we able to do that for free? Partners, that's exactly the truth, ladies and gentlemen. We're not just trying to get something from you. We want to get something to you. And that's what it's all about, see? Reaching people, changing lives, one soul at a time. Thank you, partners. My God, one day I'll be able to meet every partner that's ever supported this ministry. Think about that, man. In eternity in heaven, we're going to have a wonderful time talking about how many people we touched because you obeyed and I obeyed. You know, me and Kathy don't tell you to give. And we don't. We give. We are one of the biggest partners to this ministry, too. Well, you're giving to yourself. No, I'm not. You don't understand 501c3 nonprofit corporations. No, there's a difference between Jesse the Planners Ministries and Jesse the Planners. And bless God, we are partners, too. Thank you for joining me for this week's broadcast. It has been a blessing of the Lord. And guess what? Kathy's next week has an exciting message that's entitled, We Are God's Glorious Treasure. You'll be blessed. Until next time, Jesse the Planners said, Thank you, partners, for being so courteous and kind. We pray for you every day. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Do you know we are part of God's plan? And he said that we would do the work that Jesus did and greater. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. 2022 is the year for you to possess all that God has promised you. Raise your expectation. God has given you the ability to produce. Let's go do the work. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse the Planners. We have a new DVD and a great message entitled, Listen to Your Engines. Your words are the engines of your life. This thing will bless you, minister greatly to you. How do I get it, Brother Jesse? Go to our website, jdm.org, for all the ordering information. You need to get this because it's talking about what you say how God hears what you say. Get it today. Life is better when you never learn to doubt. 
In his new book, Jesse will show you how to shut doubt down. You can have more joy, more success, and full peace. I Never Learned to Doubt, now available at JDM.org. That's why we have to intensify our efforts and pray and let Jesus shine out of us so that people can see that there's a better way to live. You can have joy in your life, amen? You don't have to be in hate. You can walk in love, amen? God is calling us to be armor bearers of His love.